welcome everyone to the Matteo Franco Undaunted podcast. Today is October 24th, a Saturday here in cold, rainy Lexington, Kentucky. Wanted to record this today and just really wanted to title this one, How Do We Measure Success? Or what's the best way to measure success in our lives? And I think for a lot of us, it can be very, very different. Um, but we do need to have a few core principles when we're measuring success. Um, so for me, one of those is uh, happiness, I think, has to be at the top and forefront of success, right? Um, if you can achieve a lot and work and all that, it's great, but you're not achieving the highest level of success in your life, right? If you're unhappy, that's no way to live. And we only get a certain amount of time. We only get one life. We don't get redos. So happiness has to be at the top of that. Um, for myself, I actually just got back from uh, the gym. That's one of the ways uh, that makes me happy. I like going over there, working on myself. And uh, just a little bit on me real quick on kind of my background when it comes to fitness and working out is uh, I played lots of sports track. Uh, actually, in eighth grade, I ran a 458 mile, which I still haven't touched, <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, football and soccer. Soccer was the main sport. Actually, my middle school team, 7th through 8th grade, we only lost one game in track, football, and basketball. And it was one game of football. My, I believe it was my 7th grade year. And we won in everything else, which was really, really sweet. And, uh, you know, played soccer all throughout high school and kicked football. And uh, I actually got to travel. There, I missed actually three and a half weeks of school to actually fly around the country to compete at kicking camps at big universities, uh, like Oregon, Stanford, University of Houston, University of Cincinnati. I have letters from LSU and um, a few other schools. And I'm going to actually post those. I got to go back home um, at my parents and dig that stuff up. And basically those letters are just big competition. So I got to compete against some of the best kickers in our country, in the world, actually, because NFL's here, right? And uh, compete against them, which was a really, really good experience. Got to meet Jim Harbaugh, Chip Kelly, Brian Kelly, and a lot of big names, but uh, also played lots of great soccer players, uh, traveled around the country doing that as well. So I missed three and a half weeks of school, had to teach myself intro to calculus, uh, which is the hardest C plus I've ever got uh, in high school. Everything else was good. But, you know, I just like to compete and always work on myself. I always, you know, worked out. One of the things that I liked, though, I got to train with this guy. So I trained with him all throughout high school and uh, some throughout college as well towards the back end of my soccer career there. And uh, this guy was very, very good. He would take a lot of the stuff that he learned. He played, uh, I want to say he got to professional hockey, but he trained a lot of people that made it to the NHL um, and played in a lot of minor leagues. But he also helped a lot of soccer players, and he would teach from the German national team. So if you all don't follow soccer, the German national team is one of the best in the world. And so we'd do a lot of workouts from them. He'd go to conferences and learn from, from them. And one of the biggest things that, you know, a lot of people are behind the curve on, which is now starting to come to light um, here in the NFL and just different sports, is functional fitness, right? A lot of people want to throw big weight up. I, I know for us, at least our, our strength coach at, U, uh, at University of Indianapolis was this way. He wasn't very good when it came to being sports specific, right? Um, we're doing bench press max, we're doing squat max, deadlift max, and we're doing this in season too. And, you know, especially like benching upper body, 
It's like, we're about to go run for 90 minutes. When am I ever going to do a chest press motion in the middle of a game? And you also realize that any muscle mass that I put on, I'm going to have to carry around for 90 minutes, right? That may lose me some agility and some speed as well as just kill me endurance wise. And so the guy that I worked with um, back home, and so I would actually work over summers. I would work in Indianapolis. And I would drive two hours back to Fort Wayne to go work with this guy during the week and make it back in time for the days that I had work. And, um, you know, I worked with him and a lot of his was functional fitness. Like how strong are you? Right. But also how well are you able to use all of your body weight? How well is your range of motion and all your joints? Right. If you can move well, you're going to be stronger. Um, but also just having functional fitness. And that's really how I gear my workouts here. I get to gear them a little bit different. So I do like a little bit of mass now because I'm not running for 90 minutes. So I do lots of pull-ups at the beginning of uh, the shutdowns here in the country. I was doing about 100 pull-ups a day, 200 push-ups, and 300 sit-ups. And I would just do that every single day, right? And it, it took me a long, long time in the beginning. But over time, so over a month's time, I was able to do the same amount of reps in less time because I developed that strength and that functional fitness, right? And then I was able to start adding reps in there. And, you know, I was able to do those faster than I did less amount in the beginning. And so I just think it's cool seeing the progress. But with working out specifically, you can see functional improvement, or at least in my mind, right? So if you do lots of sit-ups, that's great, right? If you do lots of chest press, that's great. If you do lots of push-ups, that's great. But now combining it and being able to do specific functional movements that are challenging to the body and just feeling like you can move very, very well. You're strong. You have very good coordination or what we call proprioception, your body's awareness of itself in space. And um, that's important. So if you watch people, one of my buddies, he's a ninja warrior here. One of the things, they have this pegboard, right? So you have to stabilize one side of your body while the other side is moving completely free which is extremely hard. It sounds simple in your mind, but when you go to execute it as your body, your body doesn't know how to coordinate that movement or it doesn't have the strength to do it. So um, adding new movements, stuff like that, I think always excites me and just feeling like I can move, I'm strong, I can do anything that I want to do, right? And so that's one of the things that makes me really, really happy, right? I feel good, I look good, right? When you're fitting into your clothes, that always makes you feel good. When you don't fit into your clothes, that doesn't make you feel good, right? So I, I did a post today saying uh, the easiest way to make sure you get in shape and stay in shape is buying tight clothes, right? It actually works for me. There's no research actually stating that, uh, but I do think it's an interesting concept because I hate buying new clothes. I hate doing shopping for it. And, um, you know, it motivates me to make sure that I'm staying in shape so I don't have to do that. And it's great when you go out, right? You look good. You want to get dressed up, whatever it is, you look good. Like, and that makes you feel good. And I think that, that, that makes me happy. And I just like the progress. And I think progress is the second thing. So I know that was a lot into working out to talk about happiness, but you know, being happy is the first metric to me. And then progress is the second. You have to see change. You have to see progress, right? If you went to work and some people do this, so I can't really relate relate to that because I can't do, I can't, I'm just not wired that way. I if I literally can't go to work and do the same thing every single day. So it's, I may do some things that I do every day, right? Run specific reports, look at the, um, look at my books and, you know, do different things.
but I also get to create new ways, new ways to interact with people, new ways to engage people. I'm always learning, so I'm always dripping new pieces of information to them, letting them know like, hey, isn't this amazing? And then you're always raising up your team, your employees. And I think that's that, that's a big one is progress. You have to be progressing. If you're showing up to work every single day doing the exact same thing and you're unhappy, you're living in prison. I want that to sink in for a little bit. You're living in a prison. If you're unhappy and you keep doing the same thing every day, how is that different than a prison? Right? You have to break those patterns. And I feel like so many of us live in a prison, right? And it's our own doing, right? We'll go spend a bunch of money on stuff that we don't need, that we don't even have the money for. So then we go into more debt, right? We're always buying more houses to keep up with the Joneses and you're buying vehicles and all this stuff and it doesn't fulfill you at the end of the day. They're just things, right? Still gets you A to B. Your vehicle still gets you A to B. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's nice to have nice things, but it's nice to earn those things, right? Where it doesn't put more stress on you. And really this year in 2020, I think that's so crucial because if you look at it with all these shutdowns and stuff that should have never happened, right? That the majority of us just let happen to us. It really highlights what's really most important. What's a necessity, right? Everyone's fighting over, apparently toilet paper's a necessity. That was news to me. Um, but you know, the crucial things like food, family, water, transportation, right? Your health, all of these things and financial freedom, right? I forget. I was reading the stat. I, I think the average American I forget what it was. I think it was like 70%, something crazy. Doesn't have enough in their savings to make it past like three weeks or something like that. Maybe it was three months. I can't remember what it was. Either way, it was a short amount of time, right? How crazy is that? We just spend, spend, spend. We're impulse buyers. A lot of stuff we don't buy off of logic. We buy off of emotion. And emotion is just chemicals at the end of the day. I love that. Emotion, emotions are just chemicals. I'm, I'm not going to say that. Um, when I date or when I get married, <laughs> I'd set myself up for trouble. But I love that sometimes. You know, sometimes you do respond emotionally, like, oh, that person cut me off because they're out to get me today. And then I always tell myself, those are just chemicals, man. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Have a great day. We'll probably will never see you again. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I think those are the two big ones for me is you have to be happy and you have to be progressing, right? And that may, and there's other things that fit into that. Maybe, Maybe happiness, and, and I think that's why happiness is such a general term, right? You could be happy making $60,000 a year and spending so much time with your family. There's nothing wrong with that, right? And I think when people say, oh, I have the keys to success. Well, I mean, success looks different for everyone. Maybe my success isn't spending a bunch of time with family. Maybe it's going out crushing it, building businesses, helping other people become financially free, but also... Um, not have those health burdens or health concerns, right? So that would be the first one, right? Let's make sure we get healthy. If you're healthy, your mind's right, your body's right, your nervous system's functioning properly, you can pass it on for generations. Great, check, let's check that off. Okay, now let's go out and let's accomplish things together. Let's be on a mission, let's serve people, let's create businesses that are meaningful, impactful, and let's go out there and crush it and do it big time. And let's do it with some swag. Like, that's what I love. Let's let's do it with some swag. Let's do it our way. Let's have fun, right? Um, it doesn't have to be this template way. Like, let's be dynamic. Let's be unique in that. And that makes me happy, right? 
and all, all the other stuff's byproducts, in my opinion. And so I, I think I just want to make sure that we're clear on that. Happiness can be general. It looks different for each of us. Progress looks different for each of us too. And um, I just think that it's important to have those general terms. And now you can go, and I would write it down. I would write down the specifics of what success looks like for you. And what does it take? So the best advice I've gotten, and I love this, for setting goals is you set the goal, right? The goal is in the future. And now you have to reverse engineer that, backtrack all the way till today, and put action steps in plan. What actions can you take today to build towards that? And it could be a small goal. So you have to have small goals. You have to have stretch goals. So we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up with that, setting goals. You have to have small goals and you have to have stretch goals. Or you have to have goals and you have to have stretch goals. So maybe a goal is to pay off $10,000 worth of credit card debt, okay? That's that's pretty doable. Let's say your small goal is to save $200 a month and put it, or put 200 let's let's not say save. Let's say put that $200 a month towards credit card, right? And hopefully that's above the minimum for you. Minimum plus 200, we'll say it that way. <laughs> right? Stretch goal $300. Right. So now you have something that's achievable. You have something that you can stretch toward that's still achievable. Right. And it gives you some progress. And that's a very good example um, for goals. Right. Um, for me, I have lots of goals. Right. I want to learn specific things um, in my life. Uh, you know, I'm always refining on how the body functions so I can relate it to people um, more easily and in just different dynamic ways. I'm always learning on finance, but I'm also learning of how to speak to people. A lot of that's through trial and error. A lot of that's through some mentorship and, you know, just being around people who speak to people for a living and speak with people. I, I don't like to say speak at, speak at or speak to. They speak with people. Those are the best speakers, right? They make it feel personal to you. They don't talk down to you like, oh, you're so dumb for not knowing this, right? Who's going to listen to that, right? We all share from our own understanding, right? You all hear from your own understanding and I share from my own understanding and we're all in this together moving forward in this thing called life, right? So I just want to leave you all with that. So set some short-term goals for yourself, maybe some long-term goals. What is, so, so let's, let me do that again. Let's set some goals. What does success look like for you? What truly makes you happy, right? And this can evolve over time. Success can evolve over time too. What makes you happy? And what progress do you want to see daily that's going to let you know that you are succeeding every day and building into the big success that you want? And then let's set some goals, okay? So you can set some short-term goals. I think that's always crucial. Start start yourself with some wins, right? Get some wins under your belt because nothing's more deflating than saying, I want to make $10,000 in this month. And then you make $2, right? Set a small goal. If it's making five bucks or saving five bucks a day, saving five bucks a month, maybe that's a big goal for you or a small goal. Set those goals, set a stretch goal, then set some long-term goals. And I would recommend doing this annually. You can do it out five, 10 years. Um, I think that's important. Uh, it really depends on where you are in life and with your current status of success and what you're building towards. If you're already on track for where you want to go, great. You can probably stretch those out five to 10 years. If you're not, you're trying to figure out your purpose, you're trying to figure out what you want in life, probably better to set some short-term goals um, within the year. So I'll leave you all with that. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you haven't had a chance yet, check me out on Facebook. Um, you can follow my personal profile as well as my fan page. And you can also um, check me out 
on Instagram. I'm on Rumble now. I'm still trying to figure that out, um, as well as Twitter and Parler. But and you can also shoot me a text or a call anytime. Appreciate you all. Have an amazing rest of your day, and just look forward to continue to grow and get better each and every day, living a life undaunted.